Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch, and today uh, we got a fun one. I'm a little bit heated, I'm not going to lie, given the results of the NHL Department of Player Safety ruling in the case of Mark Stone hit on Tyler Bozak. So we're going to be spending a lot of this episode talking about that, venting about that, voicing all of those frustrations. I'm sure you guys feel the same way, Uh, but we're also going to be previewing tonight's matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights. I think it's going to be a bloodbath, so we'll be getting into that as well. So yesterday around 2.15, Jeremy Rutherford tweeted out that there will be no supplemental discipline for Vegas's Mark Stone on his hit for his hit on the Blues, Tyler Bozak, story coming, the Athletic STL, with my understanding of the league's thought process, reviewing the play. Uh, if you read that article, basically uh, the Department of Player Safety said that due to the contact of his head hitting the ice, uh, Tyler Bozak was hurt in that regard, and not because of the hit from Mark Stone. And for that reason, beyond my brain capacity of reasoning they're not suspending mark stone for a game even though tyler bozak will now be out next game uh i believe the blues confirmed so in my mind i thought we talked about this on last time on the pod but i thought this was a walk in the park ruling i mean it's egregious it's malicious there's no puck anywhere near the play there's no reason for bozak to suspect that he's going to be hit there so he's caught off guard he gets injured directly because of the play which is in the rule book if you saw my tweets about it if a player directly gets injured because of a lack of someone's discipline and he's not playing within the rules that that bodes for suspension and it's just another instance of the nhl not following their own rules uh we've seen that time and time again with the nfl especially with their relocation guidelines it it seems like they they set these list of rules there almost as show and then just take every scenario case by case and all these different factors have to come into play even though when you have it set in writing uh, that if a player is directly injured due to someone not playing within the confines of the rule and playing recklessly that player is and I quote responsible for their actions now one of the actions Mark Stone did was hit Tyler Bozak and a reaction of that is his head bouncing off the ice I don't know how you can justify splitting these two up and looking at them individually and saying somehow there's no connection between Mark Stone hitting Tyler Bozak and Tyler Bozak's head hitting the ice. To me, that just blows my mind. And it's just another instance of the NHL being incompetent. At this point, in terms of the Department of Player Safety and their rulings, I generally have no idea. It's it's a flip of a coin every time. They just roll dice and say, oh, it landed on a seven, suspend him seven games. I, I genuinely think that's what happened. It's almost the same thing as goalie interference. There's no reasoning behind it. There's no there's no justification. It's just people making choices that make zero sense um, and having a small group of people back them up somehow. 
And what's even more confusing to me is it seems like in the actual officiating of today's games, especially this season, but even dating back to the bubble, we we talked about it and talking about just letting the boys play and like calling all these soft penalties and shadow penalties and phantom penalties that just aren't there, but somehow someone ends up in the box for two minutes. It feels like there's been a lot of those and it's not just the blues, it's league wide. I feel like a lot of teams are complaining about the rise in penalties and if you want to make the case that you're trying to make the game safer and have less sticks flying on people and have less people get put in harm's way then why are there crickets when it comes to rulings for suspensions i just blo- it just seems so backwards to me that you're putting an emphasis on the actual officiating of the game and a massive just a massive jump and penalties there. And I, we've, we've already heard Craig Berube complain about it, right? Just soft calls left and right. Um, unnecessary calls that need to be made. You're, you're putting guys in the box for two minutes, every two minutes. No one can establish momentum. There's no playing five on five. It's just all special teams now. And this Blues team should be rightfully f- frustrated because I feel like they, like we've talked about, they haven't really reached into their bag of trips f- for their physical game yet. The one time that they really did lay a big hit on somebody, Sammy Blay got suspended. And there hasn't been a suspension in the NHL since then, but there's been a bunch of injuries to Blues players and important Blues players at that. We got Bortuzzo sitting out and now Tyler Bozak. So it feels like, I mean, if you're the Blues on the outside looking in at all of these rulings and the the league just constantly saying oh it's fine play on the ref should have handled it on the ice and now that they didn't we're not going to handle it afterwards uh it, it feels like you're playing each game with one arm tied behind your back so i would expect extremely expect especially after doug armstrong's comments but we'll, which we'll get into in a minute but i would absolutely expect tonight's game to be an absolute slugfest bloodbath lots of hits lots of physicality um and i think that benefits in the blues favor So when Jeremy Rutherford reached out to Doug Armstrong about the whole scenario, uh, Doug Armstrong quoted, I have talked with the NHL's player safety department on the Bertuzzo and Bozak hits that have or will result in our players missing games. Player safety feels that these type of plays should be handled by the officials on the ice. And then Armstrong continued, as an organization, we will respect that standard and will play within the guidelines that have set. So basically, um... In terms of translation there, I think Doug Armstrong is basically saying, you guys are moving the goalposts on us. Uh, The style of play that you that we thought was unacceptable obviously is acceptable so we're gonna play within the confines of the new field goals that you've set um and i think that's a dangerous game for the nhl to play especially with oh my god the amount of people crying and sobbing all playoffs long the blues are a dirty team the only way they got there was by injuring all of their opponents they're not good they're the worst stanley cup team this world's ever seen yada 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 whatever now you're playing with fire because this blues team was not set up to be as physical as it was in years past uh like we talked about on the pod before when we got hoffman when we got tory krug they were set up to be more of a transitional speed-based team that was going to play with a lot more skill and a lot more flair but now given the instances and given the injuries that they have and setting the guidelines that all of this stuff is okay i would not be surprised to see them come out and just banging bodies left and right throwing hits on people i bet sammy blay plays next game i bet kyle clifford 
Horford plays next game. I bet Ryan Reeves is going to get into it with some people. There's going to be a whole lot going on. But I'll tell you who else has a whole lot going on is Built Bar. They have 18 amazing flavors. They have 12 original and coconut almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, and peanut butter brownie, but now they have six new flavors and caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Now each bar has about 15 grams of protein, only around 150 calories, uh, about five grams of sugar and five grams of net carbs. So you're getting all of that bulk with none of the beef. You're not gonna you're not gonna gain a whole bunch of fat. It's all streamlined, fantastic stuff for your body. Whether you're working out, whether you're playing sports. Uh, whether you just need a pick-me-up in the morning, you don't have time for breakfast, just pop one of these bad boys in, you're set for the rest of the day, uh, you're energized, you got it good to go. Because Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy, you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat I don't know why you would buy from anywhere else in terms of protein bars. So make sure you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. So like I said, one more time, use the promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com for the best tasting protein bars you'll ever have. I guarantee it. BuiltBar.com. We'll be right back after a word from one of our sponsors. So the Blues will face off again tonight at 8 o'clock against the Vegas Golden Knights. Alex Petrangelo is back again. Mark Stone back again after the controversial hit that we just talked about. Max Pacioretty. Uh, The whole gang will be here. How will the Blues stack up? Well, here's your preview. Um, I'm going to break it down for you. I feel like there's two scenarios that happen in this game for the Blues. Um, It's... It's, it almost has the same feelings of angst as a lot of people did after the Blues hand pass game. You know, a lot of people were pissed off. Uh, there's nothing you can do about a ruling like that. Uh, you can't you can't change the rule book in the middle of the season. Thankfully, they did um, at the end of the season, and now that play no longer exists and can't happen because you can review it now. But that being said, um, the Blues bounced back after the hand pass game, right? And they came out, took care of business, um, and just absolutely obliterated their foe. And just the, it felt like the Sharks were never in it. The Blues controlled the game the entire time. And I think a scenario like that um, could be similar in this ruling with the NHL Department of Player Safety, uh, they could kind of feed off that energy and be like, "Listen, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna facilitate this game, we'll facilitate it ourselves. We'll go out, handle our business, um, handle handle these Vegas Golden Knights, handle Mark Stone handedly, um, and take care of business. Business. Walk away with the dub, and they'll walk away with a couple bruises as well. I could see the Blues doing that, um, but also, uh, statistically speaking, the Blues have lost every single second game of their series this season so um if you're following the trend uh that would set the blues up to lose tonight i don't know how that would i don't to me it feels like a perfect setup for them to draw some raw emotion and play for their brothers play for tyler bozak who's hurt who's out um and really stick it to these vegas golden knights that are a stanley cup favorite and like they talked about they're sick of everybody talking about essentially everyone else in the division not everyone else but vegas and avalanche as stanley cup favorites and no one's talking about the blues um 
have they deserved to be talked about in terms of play so far? Probably not, but it still probably pisses them off that they're not in the conversation because they deserve to be in the conversation. So I think all things considered, that driving force will drive the Blues to win. But I do think it's going to be a very physical game, especially from Doug Armstrong's comments, basically alluding to we'll play within the confines of the game that you've set. And the game that they've set uh, is is a physical game that if you if you play physical, you might get some more penalties on you, but you're not going to get suspended, obviously. So I would expect the Blues to play more physical because we haven't really seen that physical. I mean, they play with physicality, but I don't think not nearly to the level of physicality that they played with when they were on the cup run um, and even the year after, I think. So I would expect an uptick in that department. And that means a lot more workload for a guy like Ivan Barbashev. Uh, he's sleepy, one of the most physical players on this team. I feel like you look at him and you're like, hey, that guy's not really, he's not going to go out and lay the body on you 20 times a game. But sometimes he does. He's a little wrecking ball out there. Braden Shen's been competing night in and night out. Would not expect that to change. Might expect the physicality to get bumped up, though. Um, I feel like Robert Thomas is a guy like in this game that could be one of those needle pushers, you know? Like, if he comes out and plays... I think last game actually was probably the best game we've seen from Robert Thomas. And maybe not because of the because of the stat sheet. Because um, he did have two assists, I think, in the game before. But in terms of competing, in terms of the board battles, in terms of the stick play, in terms of getting back on the on the back check and getting into the rush, all of those things, 100% effort, I think that was the most geared in we saw Robert Thomas uh, this season. And I think there's no reason to believe that trend's going to stop anytime soon. I would not be surprised at all to see Sammy Blay in the lineup in some, in some capacity. Um, I think Kyle Clifford could be there too. I'm not sure how they fit both of those guys in there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do because, I, like I said, I think they're going to bring the muscle. Uh, I think they're going to bring it to these guys and punch them in the lip a little bit, and Vegas isn't going to be ready for it. But on the other side of that conversation, uh, you, you know you've got an absolute beast on the other side and Ryan Reeves just looming, waiting for a chance to light somebody up. Uh, <laughs> as much as we love Ryan Reeves and I thought he was a fan favorite with St. Louis, I hated to see him go. I thought it was a good hockey trade, uh, but his personality as an entertainer uh, and just being an all-around stand-up individual, uh, obviously you're going to wish nothing but the best for him and his new team, but tonight I want nothing but the worst for him I hope he has has no workload I hope pucks fly off of his stick left and right and I hope he doesn't get anyone to fight but if he does get someone to fight I would not mind to see uh, how Sammy Blay stacks up against this guy because I think Sammy Blay has a temper on him and when you got a temper and you're 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 throwing some knuckles in a fight I feel like that can be very dangerous but I don't know. I also don't want to see Sammy Blay get hurt, and I feel like that could also happen as well. So maybe not. We'll see what happens. But I think someone, it's possible we could see another Mark Stone fight too. So, But I think there's a couple things uh, that, that will be the key to the Blues' success in this game. One, I think getting to the goalie early, whoever it may be, I would assume it's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury just because it looked like Leonard was struggling a little bit last game. But uh, yeah, get to Marc-Andre Fleury or Leonard, whoever it is. Uh, get to them early, get them rattled, get them uncomfortable. Um, but also, you gotta you got to shut down Pasha ready and I think him having a hat trick on us isn't just to say like oh the blues have bad defense and he just got luck no like Patrick Ruddy's having a very good season uh I believe he's one of the top goal scorers in the league right now if I'm not mistaken 
just in terms of goal production. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find the guy on the ice and not give him any space, right? Suffocate him. Um, that goes for Mark Stone too. I think Mark Stone assisted on every single one of Pacioretty's goals. So that one-two combo they have uh, is really working for them, much like the Schwartzen Kairu combo is working for us. But I would absolutely highlight them. Uh, like I said, suffocate them, give them no room to move or maneuver. Um, and active sticks, man. I, th- I feel like we talk about this every podcast and it kind of gets molded into the conversation of effort. Uh, but I feel like a lot of the Blues are just skating into space and playing defense position-wise, but they're not they are not trying to lift sticks. They're not trying to poke the puck away. They're just trying to get in lanes. And as much as that works and that's great, I'd much rather you just start hacking away at the puck and obviously not hack away in terms of a slash, but just... just Make them uncomfortable. Make them make them make a move that they don't want to make, and you're forcing them into that position, right? I think if the Blues come out and play the the way they did the first two periods against Vegas last time, and not like the third period as much, because I I felt like they sat back and kind of let them back into the game, especially with those penalties. Those penalties got to die down. I know the refs are frustrating. And I know there's a lot of phantom calls, but having that many at the end of the game, especially those delay of games and the too many men, they got to go, especially on the power play. You're just shooting yourself in the foot in the foot when you even it back up at four on four. But I think if you do all of those things and roll four lines, I feel like at the end of the day, the Blues will come out victorious. Um, and I don't think I think the Vegas odds right now have Vegas in favor. So uh, if you want to shoot Vegas in their own foot uh, and bet on them to lose in in the gambling capital of the world, check out betonline.ag for all your betting purposes. You can bet on a prop bet like David Perron to score at any time. You can bet on the Blues to win by two, by three, by four. The odds go up the higher you get. And if you go right now and use the promo code Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. So we'll just give you some free money to blow. And hopefully you turn it into a pretty prof- pretty profit. Um, and then maybe you can flip that money and then go invest it into GameStop or AMC. Who knows? Uh, the world is your oyster right now in terms of making money. Uh, so why sit on the sidelines anymore? Like I said, go to betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On. A 50% welcome bonus, free money. Uh, go bet it on whatever you want. I already know what I'm going to bet it on. And that's the St. Louis Blues every time. We'll be right back with my Locked on player of the game and predictions for tonight's matchup against Vegas Golden Knights after a word from our sponsors. So for tonight's matchup, I feel like the theme, the overall theme of the game is going to be physicality, fast pace, and skill, right? And that's kind of kind of what you expect when you match up against the Vegas Golden Knights. You're going to expect a very skilled game. Uh, they're pretty good defensively, and they can bring it to you physically too. So because of that, I feel like my locked-on player of the game has to be a player who excels in all of these aspects. It can't be a one-sided guy. I don't. I think Jordan Cairo is going to have a good game because obviously he's on point-per-game streak. Keep watching. Um, superstar status. You already know. But um, I don't think he's going to be a needle tipper in this game, right? Because that's kind of what we expect. And I feel like Vegas is kind of expecting that too, him to be a productive guy. Um, I feel like a guy who could really excel in a game like this playing off of raw emotion, playing physically, also being able to play with that level of skill. Um, 
but a guy who we're not sure will even be in the lineup yet is Sammy Blay. So I think for that reason, I'm going to take a wild card for tonight and pick Sammy Blay as my locked on player of the game. I mean, he's due, right? And I feel like he's sick and tired of having everybody talk about Jordan Cairo when he beat him out for an opening night roster spot. And he's kind of been riding the pine, sitting in the press box ever since then. Physicality is a big part of Sammy Blay's game, uh, but we've seen, we saw last year, right? He shows those flashes of skill, uh, that offensive talent. He could potentially be, uh, in terms of offensive production, a guy that can bring his second, third line minutes and produce at that level. But because I'm expecting such a physical game, I don't feel like the score is going to be as high as we saw last time. A 5-4 to four victory doesn't seem plausible, especially given if Marc-Andre Fleury is back in goal, if Jordan Bennington's firing on all cylinders, if the Blues are playing physically, uh, that usually comes with good defense, right? They kind of go hand in hand. And I feel like if the Golden Knights match that, uh, their style of play will be similar. So it's going to be a physical and defensive game as opposed to a skill-based and fast-paced game like we saw last time. So for that reason, I feel like with the momentum rolling too for Jordan Bennington, I mean, last game was fantastic. Probably his best game of the season so far. Uh, even though he led up four goals, uh, he saw a lot of shots faced, a lot of high danger shots, and was up to the task all night long. So if he can roll with that momentum into tonight's matchup, I'm going to predict and say that the Blues will go out and win this one uh, by a score of 2-1. to one. I don't think it's... Because really, we've, we haven't really seen a lot of... Uh, a lot of close games. Well, not we've seen close games, but we haven't seen a low-scoring game yet this season. It feels like a lot of the Blues games have been high-scoring, high-paced, or like blowouts. So I think this is going to be the first one of the season. I think it's going to be a neck-and-neck battle. They're going to have swords crossed the entire time. Um, and it's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a war. It's going to be a bloodbath. And I think we're going to see some bodies piling up, specifically in the hits category. Uh, I think whoever's keeping that stat is going to be a busy fella all night long. But I think that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LockedOnBlues. You can follow my personal Twitter at Twelcher15. Make sure you guys hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, and if you want, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing, if we're doing great, if we're doing bad. Any suggestions you guys have, uh, we welcome them with open arms. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. But as always, let's go Blues.